Welcome to Confessions of a Wife, Mom, and Realtor, the raw podcast all about the messy, true lives of working moms in real estate. In this podcast, we talk about the hilarious mishaps and successes that are pretty much guaranteed when it comes to selling real estate while managing a family. I'm your host, Nicole Ward, the boots on the ground toddler mom who swears like a sailor and fails extravagantly, all while running my own real estate business. So grab a juice box and that basket of clean laundry that still needs folded because we're going to jump right in. All right, everyone. I have Nicole Kresawati with me today. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited. So I just wanted to, I guess, start off this conversation and ask you a little bit about you. When did you get your real estate license? Three and a half years ago. Okay, so fairly recently, you know, still right before COVID. And then you had, (laughs) you. so you got (laughs) all of your real estate experience in the middle of like the worst pandemic pandemic of our lifetime. Right, right. So tell me a little bit about, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I got my license in March of 2019 and um, had a great first, you know, nine months in 2019 and went into 2020 like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then everything stopped. So it's an interesting way to learn real estate. Did you did you have a good buildup up until that point that you felt like your business took a dip when COVID happened? Actually, I was kind of the opposite. I, I had a great first year, um, or nine months that 2019, um, was great. And I started off 2020 really strong and then everything stopped and I was like, Oh geez, what does this mean? What's going to happen? And there was about a two week lull. And then I took off and sold, you know, the whole time. And I had a lot of elderly clients at the time. So, um, definitely had to put a lot of practices in place to make sure they were safe and um but it didn't really I mean I did great during that time and you know it was an interesting time and it was a way to get out of the house when my kids were zoom call zoom schooling oh for sure (laughs) (laughs) so were these elderly clients of yours were they more sellers or buyers yeah I had some um so the listing I had I had a listing that went out of literally the day everything shut down and it was a 90 year old and an 89 year old that were moving into assisted living and you know all the initial media and everything was you're going to kill your grandparents and that's why I was like oh my goodness they're the sweetest couple I have to keep them safe how can I do this and um, ended up working well and they were fine and sold their house and they moved and it was good. I have found that um you know, I love marketing and digital marketing. I like getting really creative with those things. And, you know, about six months after COVID, I just started seeing some of the coolest marketing material that you could use because of COVID, like signs that were recreated for wear a mask or like little memes and little signs and little sayings. And I have, even though, you know, COVID is not a laughing matter and it's not anything funny. um, At the same time, I have had fun and I found a lot of these little trinkets and things for us to help our businesses quite funny and interesting and fun to use I guess in general yeah we definitely had to get creative so tell me a little bit now you said your kids were in zoom school during this time so tell me a little bit about your family and your kids 
Um, I have four kids. Um, my oldest is 16 and just started driving. Um, I have 13-year-old twins, boy-girl twins, and then my youngest is an 11-year-old girl. Oh, my gosh. That's yes. a lot. And they're all right in that, like, rebellious <laughs> phase of teenagehood. <laughs> Busy. Yeah. Very opinionated age. Lots of activities. Um, but also lots of fun. So because they were a little bit older when you got your real estate license, did you have any struggles with being a parent and just getting started in this industry? Um, I, you know, other than the normal logistical, I was at home for seven years before I got my license. So they were used to having me home all the time. Um, and they were super supportive about it and they actually all did really well with it and really liked the idea. And because, you know, it's real estate and we can work from home and we can kind of build our day around their activities. I told them, I said, I'm not missing your stuff. I'm still here. I'm just going to do something else now instead of being home all day long. And they've been really supportive about it and they're all really interested in it and they love like if we're driving somewhere and we passed a listing of mine and they see my name on the sign it's like they get so excited my mom's so, famous <laughs> yeah they're like mom that's that's your house I'm like well it's not my house it's my listing so that's awesome so do you ever put them to work like hey go hang Absolutely. these door knockers <laughs> <laughs> tell me tell me about it what do you have yeah. them do <laughs> oh they <laughs> we they have come into the office and done a lot of the, you know, organizing paperwork, getting stuff together. Um, they help with stuff like that. Mailers, they're, they put the Definitely. labels on and stuff like that. So they do all that kind of stuff. Do you yep. pay them? I do. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's smart. That incentivizes Actually, them. I pay them <laughs> commission. Um, I pay them based on if it's a mailer. And I gave them the option of hourly or they could get paid like I get paid. So they get paid... Um, I think it was, I forget what I did, $10 if I get a call. And if I get a listing, they get $250. And they're like, well, that's oh, way more my than the hourly. And I'm like, well, do you want it? But you might get nothing. And they're like, we'll take our chances. I'm like, yeah, that's real estate. So, so did it work? Did you get a listing? Yeah, I did. Yeah, my son, the first one, my oldest one, son helped me with, he ended up making, I think, $600 from a mailer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What an amazing thing. You're yeah. going to have to share with me what mailer this is because I've had no success. <laughs> no way. Mailers. I'm not sharing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I understand. <laughs> oh, good for your son. He was probably like, how can I get my real estate license now? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. What a great yeah. way to not only like pay your kids, get some help in what you're doing, but also teach your kids some life rules about, you know, running a business and making money and risk, right. you know? Yeah. That's right. a good one. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. So um, have you ever had to take any of your kids with you on a showing? Actually, that's interesting. Um, I, you know, my, the job I had prior to this, I felt um, that I had to keep every, if my kids were sick or any, like if, when I was expecting, I was scared to death that they, that I was going to be looked down on or whatever. Like I wasn't doing my job because I was a mom. Um, right. and in April or May of 2021, my, um, daughter was diagnosed with type one diabetes, which completely 
turned our world upside down because it requires quite a bit of um, management care. And Absolutely. So she pretty much had to be by my side. So she, I would joke with her and tell her she was doing a real estate apprenticeship for the summer. And she came with me to quite a bit, you know, not everything if I had a listing appointment or something, but um, I was very upfront with my clients. And I said, you know, you have access to me 24 seven if you need me. And it's 11 o'clock on a Sunday night, you call me and I will answer my phone. My family gets the same. And I said, so wow. every now and again, you might see a kid in tow or you might, you know, I might have to stop and take a call. And my clients were great about it, you know, and I, you know, I thought to myself, if they're not okay with that, then they're pr I'm probably not the right agent for them. There's someone else that doesn't have a family that would su suit them better. So, yeah. So for me to have um, my daughter with me is pretty, not typical anymore, but that summer she was with me quite a bit. Um, and it kept her safe and it kept, gave me peace of mind so I could actually work. Um, so yeah, I've had to, you know, wow. a lot of times if I'm picking someone up and have to show a house on the way home or on the way to, or whatever, it might be some kids in the car. <laughs> so is the majority of your business then, um, referral based or sphere based people that you know versus cold leads? Um, yeah, I would say the majority of it's sphere. Okay. I mean, that's helpful when you have situations like that too, because I think that if somebody doesn't know you, love you and trust you, they're not going to give mm -hmm. you the same um, respect of, Hey, I'm a working mom and this is my right. life. You know what I mean? Right. So. And I feel like, you know, in my past life, my past job, I felt very much like I had to hide the fact that I was a mom. And if my kid, I had to, you know, it was very hard to manage both. Um, whereas with real estate, I can really embrace both and they work together perfectly. So it is, I mean, just such a great career for, you know, and everyone says, you know, I get to make my own schedule. I get to work my own hours. That doesn't mean you're not still working 50 or 60 hours or more. You're still right. working a lot, but you can yeah. still shift. You can shift as you go and, and make it work for you. And if that right. means you're working till 1am some nights after the kids are in bed, so be it. But right. you've made that choice for you, right? you know, right. Right. So diabetes, that had to be a huge blow for your daughter mm -hmm. and on you as a support system for her. But so is it better now than it was in 2021? Has she gotten used to the care and the management more? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was, you know, first of all, we were blindsided by the diagnosis and, you know, she's in the hospital for a couple of days and then um, home from school for a couple of weeks and then you know, ease back into school and then the school year's over. So she's at home and she can't really be left alone. Um, you know, giving herself multiple injections throughout the day. Um, it was a lot, um, in the beginning and, um, it was actually kind of an awakening for me with this business. Like I can run my business how I want to run it and I want to run it that my family is a priority and, I can take care of them, but I can still, I take really good care of my family, but I also take really good care of my clients. So right. I think they were able to see that, that my clients get the same care and it's been great for my kids and my family. Cause I think it's really taught us all about balance. Right. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's amazing. Was, How's she doing? Is yeah. she still feeling She's doing great? Do, yeah. Okay. So she can be alone now and she can handle, um, well, we, <laughs> I, um, 
all the people that I share an office with two other agents and bless their hearts because I get a lot of alarms and alerts on my phone that my f- it's all linked up to her glucose monitor. Sure. So if she goes high, if she goes low, my phone blows up and all these crazy alarms happen. And it's, you know, every now and again I'll hear, Nicole, your phone, Caroline needs you. And, you know, I run through the office and check and see. But, um, yeah, because of technology, she can do her thing. I can do my thing. And, you know, we're contacting each other throughout the day. But she's good. Okay. So have you ever had a, since this diagnosis, have you ever had a big scare or a big scary moment with her? All the time. <laughs> and that's diabetes. I guess. <laughs> they happen all the time. I know. You'll have to forgive yeah. my lack of knowledge on the situation because no, I don't. No, and I knew nothing about it before um, she was diagnosed. But, yeah, there's, you know, her blood sugar can go really low. And um, you can, you know, you'll either pass out, have a seizure. You know, it's really bad if your blood sugar goes super low. And we had well, one day I was in the office and my phone starts blowing up and I look at the time and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's on the school bus. And there were multiple people in my office calling the bus garage different. We couldn't get anyone to answer different schools, just trying to get someone that could radio the bus driver to let them know what was going on. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely been some scary moments, but for the most part, she does a great job managing it and they're fewer and fewer. So is there any... Um I, I guess not a cure, but is there any hope for a, a, a less strenuous future with this disease? Or is it something that she's just always going to have to manage with the same care? Always has to manage. Um, it's, yeah, it, there's no cure. Um, but the cool thing is the technology um, is amazing. So um, she has two devices she wears. One's a glucose monitor. One is an insulin pump. And they work together to manage it. And then she tells it when she's eating, she has to tell the pump how many carbs to calculate her insulin. Wow. But, um, yeah, it's the technology is amazing. And I'm not the most tech savvy person in the world, but I've had to learn how to be tech support for these devices. And, you know, they're, they're, they're incredible. So I'm really thankful that this didn't happen 20, 30 years ago, that it happened now because she – she can live a very normal, productive, long life with the tools that we have in place. So. Absolutely. So, you know, and I didn't ask you this question. I guess I don't know if it's included, but do you have a partner or a spouse that's involved in your life as well? Uh-huh. Okay. So tell me about yep, him or I her because have... I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> I have a husband. Um, his name's Tim. We've been married. It'll be 19 years in about two weeks. Wow. So That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. You are one year away from the big anniversary, like the big first one. Yeah, the big 20. (laughs) (laughs) So how has his support been for you throughout? I mean, clearly, if you were a stay-at-home mom for so long, you were supporting his career ambitions and being the staple for your family. So how have the roles reversed or at least evened out? Um. It, it's funny because I, when I stopped working, I never said, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. And, do, you know, that was never right. me. I was, I like to work. I wanted to work. And I, we made the decision together that I needed to stay home. You know, I had four kids in five years. Every, you know, balls were being dropped all over the place. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'll stay home. 
we might end up destitute. I don't know how we're going to do this. Let's try. And <laughs> hopefully not. Um, but yes, I stayed home. And you know, the <laughs> I think his expectation was he would come home from work and the house would be clean and dinner would be on the table. And there was definitely a learning curve with me staying home because the first couple of months he came home to chaos and yes, piles of laundry and no dinner. And I'm like, I, I'm supposed to take care of these kids all day and make dinner. Like what? Right. So, um, but the, the flip side of that is it gave him, you know, whereas we were both constantly like racing to get kids or doing whatever, it gave him the opportunity to 100% focus on his career and his career took off and he did really, really well. And it was great. And, um, you know, I'm thankful for the time I had at home with my kids. But I was definitely anxious to start working again. And um, so when I started, I kind of, he knew that I wanted to go back to work and I was thinking about it, but then it was kind of spontaneous. It was like, oh, by the way, I signed up to take real estate classes. I'm going back to work. So it's now, it's happening. Um, And he's been very supportive, very, very supportive. He's had to, you know, take some of the transportation trips back and forth to the school and the pool and- right. the football field and everywhere else we go. So um, he's helped out a lot with that, you know, being there with the kids. So yeah, very supportive. So what made you want to get your real estate license? Like, was there, what happened? Why real estate? I, yeah, I always like in my twenties, I was like, yep, I'm doing that. Someday I'm doing that. I couldn't do it in my twenties. I needed health insurance and a steady paycheck. Right. Um, So, and then in my thirties, I was, you know, at home with kids. And so then I was like, okay, I'm doing it now. And, you know, when we had bought and sold our own houses, I was, I loved it. Like I didn't love the packing, but I loved the whole process. I love houses and I love helping people find houses. And I love, you know, taking care of them during the sale of their house and making sure they're well represented. And, you know, it was just a good fit for me. So, um, have so. you been with the same brokerage the whole time, your entire career? Yes. Yes. I've been with Howard Hanna since I started and I actually grew up in Pittsburgh and I, so I was there, they're from Pittsburgh. So that was the brokerage I knew growing right. up because those were the signs in my neighborhood. And then when we bought our first house, our agent was, um, with Howard Hanna gotcha. and, um, we used her for every house. And so when I was going to get my license, I called her and talked to her about it. And I kind of, you know, was like, well, I feel like this is the good fit for me. And it's been a great fit. That's good. And, you know, I, I can tell because yeah. you said you share an office with another couple ladies and um, or other agents. I shouldn't say ladies. And yeah, one's a, one's a man. OK, so a man. <laughs> so you share an office with other agents, not ladies. Um, and I always yes. find that, I, you know, it doesn't matter where you hang your license. It doesn't matter if it's a franchise, a small boutique brokerage, a major company. It's all about the people that you surround yourself with. And it sounds like if you're choosing to share an office with other agents, that you do have a good Mm -hmm. uh, culture and relationship where you are. And that's really important to being successful in real estate, I think. Yes. So. Yes. Well, very cool. Definitely. So um, tell me about one of your best moments these last three and a half years. Um, I... I think, I don't know if there's like a singular best moment. I think this last year at the end of the year, I got one of my final commission checks, you know, and they come, I don't know how everybody else gets theirs, but ours are emailed to us 
um, the statement. Mm-hmm. And I was making dinner, and my husband was helping me, and I just was nonchalantly looking at my email, and I looked at the numbers, and I started crying. <laughs> I'm getting emotional <laughs> because I was like, oh, my gosh. I, look at this. And he's like, what is that? And I'm like, that's how much money I've made year to date. And he's like, what? And I pay the bills. He has no idea how much I make. And I was like, I, I did this. Like, I never thought I could do this. I never thought I could run my own business and start a team and, you know, have the successes I've had. So it's very empowering being able to do that. That is an amazing feeling. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're describing because I've had those moments too. Mm-hmm. I remember the first year, it was my third year in real estate and my husband works in, uh, worked in corporate America and he was in the six-figure range for work too. And I remember we, um, we got our taxes back and I had made more than him by my third year in real estate. And I, I didn't rub it in his face, but I said, I never thought, I wasn't even 30 yet. I was still in my 20s. <laughs> and I said, right. I cannot believe that I have made this success and I can only attribute the success to myself. It is truly just an, un- you just, there's nothing that compares to that. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So if, um, if we had any agents listening to the show or anybody in general that wanted to get a hold of you, talk to you, reach out to you, what would be the best way for them to get a hold of you? Either call me or text me. Okay, call you. And do you mind sharing your phone number? <laughs> I'll put it on the on the no. page. Go for it. What real estate agent doesn't want to share their phone number? I hear you. I agree. <laughs> uh, 330-608-2162. Awesome. And I answer my phone. You do. Some agents don't do that. I'm I glad do. you do. <laughs> no, no, I do. <laughs> So one last question before we uh, wrap up the show for today, but what is your confession? My confession. Um, I think my confession would have to be that, you know, it's really nice to have that thing that when you're a mom and you focus all that time on your family and you have that thing that's yours and that's real estate is mine. And it's nice to have that escape and being able to think and talk to people. And, you know, it's, it's probably shouldn't be a confession, but I guess it's, it's nice to have that escape. And so, I I mean, from what, what I hear you saying in a roundabout way, because I'm thinking you're not wanting to come (laughs) off sounding a certain way, but I'm just going to straight up say it is, you know, you spend so much of your time selfless, selflessly caring for your kids your husband, your household, everybody else, but real estate, that's yours. You've created it and you are selfish about that because you love that. That is what you can enjoy and you are happy about that. That's your confession. I love it. That's a good one. Yeah. And I, I, I try not to have the mom guilt because, you know, it's there, but I'm like, it's okay if I, you know, have this time for me and I say, no, I'm doing this or whatever. So I give my family a lot and this is my thing for me. So 100%. And I will tell you, I have yet to have even one episode where the phrase mom guilt has not come up every single (laughs) episode. It's a very, very real thing. It is. It is. And it's not talked about, I don't think, nearly enough, but absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so excited to air it and uh, stay tuned next week, guys. It's going to be an excellent show as well. Hey, mamas. 
Thanks for tuning in to Confessions of a Wife, Mom, and Realtor. If you like today's confession, make sure you subscribe to hear more juicy stories from other realtor moms like you. See you next week.